Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now, I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you, too, can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Hey, everybody, it's Coach Rayan here, and thank you so much for tuning in this week. So this week, we're going to jump into body change and what to do or why your body isn't changing if you're trying really hard and you're not seeing anything change. So I hear it all the time. People, you know, email me or call me or text me or whatever and say, hey, Anne, I've been trying so hard to lose weight and it seems like nothing I do works or helps. It seems like I am just always looking the same no matter what I try. Okay. Do you guys feel like that? Do you ever feel like that? If you do feel like that, if you feel like you've been trying and trying and trying and you're either not losing weight or not changing shape or just not getting the results you want, then keep listening because I'm going to give you six reasons that that may be, you know, six reasons that might be stopping you from getting the changes that you are desiring. Okay. Now, if you love your body and you love how you feel right now and you're hunky-dory and happy, you probably don't even need to listen to this episode. Okay. But If you are unsure or unsatisfied or feeling like you're always seeking the next diet or the next plan, then just keep listening because I might say one or two things that spark your interest or, you know, give you something to think about. So anyway, we are going to start. But first, first, I want to just make an important note here that maybe your body doesn't need to change. Okay, we get so caught up in seeing what others are doing that we think we need to do it too. So if you have ever had a friend maybe lose weight or they start working out and feeling good and next thing you know, you're questioning yourself like, oh gosh, maybe I need to do that too. Yeah, I mean, I'm guilty of that. In fact, I'm guilty of it currently. I have a friend who decided she's gonna go on this big like fat loss phase and get ready to go see some family. And I thought, oh gosh, maybe I need to too. And then I had to like smack myself upside the head and say, nope, nope, I'm good right now. So instead of, you know, just following the crowd and following social media posts, stop and ask yourself if you even need to change. Are you happy with where you're at now? I just think that many people are seeking change only because other people are, not necessarily because they truly believe they need to change. So if you are unhealthy or you're feeling unwell or you need to lose some body weight or fat because a doctor tells you to or because you know you need to just for your health, or maybe if you're preparing for a specific event um, or, you know, race or whatever, that's a different story, okay? So let's just jump into the reasons why you may not be seeing any change, all right? So the very first 
reason or thought that I have around somebody who is seeking body change is that this person may not be honest with themselves about their efforts. Okay, so hear me out. I I work with a lot of different women in different aspects and in different areas of their life and different goals. And so I, I get a lot of different um you know, conversations going. So one thing that is very common though, among a lot of my clients is we'll be talking and they'll say something like, oh my gosh, I've been doing so well. I don't know why I'm not seeing results. You know, I'm eating my protein, I'm eating vegetables, I'm getting in my workouts, I'm going to bed. They're, they're saying, they sound like they're saying all the right things, right? And then later in the conversation, they'll say, oh yeah. And then we had, we went out to dinner and I had you know, extra bread. And then they'll be like, oh, I had a couple glasses of wine the other night. Oh, I did have dessert. Oh, I did have this. Oh, I did have that. And I'm like, wait a minute. I thought you said you were doing all the things right. And now here you are telling me that you've had extra wine. You've had desserts. You've eaten out more often. You stayed up really late. So then I'm like, are you being honest with yourself? Are you really being honest with yourself? Are you truly making all the efforts and doing all of the things? Or are you just telling yourself that you are? Eee, that's kind of hard to hear sometimes, but it's true. And I've been there myself. I've I've many times in my past, I've many times said to myself, oh gosh, I don't know what's wrong. I'm eating all the right things and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. and But when I stop and truly think about it, I'm like, oh, wait, I did grab a couple handfuls of nuts one day, which doesn't seem like a big deal, but all those little things here and there start to add up, right? And then I'll be like, oh, I have been drinking more alcohol or, oh, I have been you know, staying up later watching Netflix or, or I have been drinking more coffee, which is more creamer and, you know, you start to like really be honest with yourself and you can start to see that maybe your efforts aren't really what you think they are or what they should be. Okay. So it's really important to be honest with yourself. If you truly want body change, if you are truly seeking a change, whether that's to lose weight or to get stronger or to, you know, whatever it is, to get rid of disease, whatever it is, if you're not seeing the results that you desire, you have to be honest with yourself and really, really tell yourself. I mean, the only person that matters is yourself. So with me and my clients, sometimes I feel like my clients are trying to make me feel happy with them. But I always want to remind them that it doesn't matter what I think. I'm not here to judge. I'm here to help. And if you're not honest with me, or if you're not honest with your coach or your doctor, they can't help you because the only person that matters is the person who wants to change. And if that person can't be honest with themselves, then, you know, there's really no helping them. So the number one reason I think people don't see change is they're not really being honest with their efforts, honest to themselves. Okay. The second reason, and these are not really, I say first and second reason and so on, but they're not really in any specific order. Okay. They're just, I'm just going to list them out this way because that's how I thought of them initially. But the second reason I thought of was 
people who always diet and try to lose weight tend to have less results. Okay. And so what do I mean by that? So people who are always dieting, always restricting, always in a calorie deficit, those people are going to be damaging their metabolism. Okay. So you're not meant to be in a calorie deficit forever. Okay. You can only eat less for so long without your body rebelling. So if you stay in a deficit for too long, your body will try to save itself by slowing the metabolism. Your body is smart and it will adjust when it thinks it's not getting enough fuel. So in order to have success with weight loss or fat loss, you need to cycle in and out of calorie deficits. I even recommend that people only truly go through a fat loss cycle one or two times a year. So you can see results or, you know, aka body shape change while being in a maintenance or growth mode. A lot of people don't understand that maintaining your weight can actually be a great way to change your body. Okay. Like, and what I mean by maintenance mode is by eating enough, not necessarily reducing your calories or having calorie deficit, but eating a sufficient amount of calories to match your output or your activity level. Okay. So that is actually a great way to change your body, to change the shape. Okay. It's not always about losing weight. It's not always about a calorie deficit. Okay. If you truly need to lose weight, you still need to cycle in and out of the weight loss phase to see your best results. But I just want you to know that always being on a calorie deficit, always being on a diet, always, always, always eating less, less, less is not necessarily going to get you where you want to go. Okay. Reason number three is doing way too much cardio. Okay. Ugh. As a former cardio queen, oh gosh, I don't even know if I'm former yet. I love cardio. Like it's my, when I think exercise and what I, when I feel like I need to move and get exercise, I think cardio. I love it. I love it. Um, but cardio is misunderstood. You know, a lot, a lot, a lot of people believe that if they're not getting a sweaty, hardcore um, cardio, heart pumping workout, they're not having that, that they're not getting the kind of exercise they need. A lot of people believe that, you know, aerobics, running, all of those like cycling, which I love, all of those things, people think that they need that in order to see body change. And it's just not true. Um, so I agree I love sweaty, hard workouts that just make you feel amazing, but too much of this for too long, you will not get results. Sure, you may have super strong heart and super strong lungs of steel, but you're not really doing your metabolism or muscles any favor by doing too much cardio. So in fact, last week, I was telling you all in my episode about reversing my Hashimoto's symptoms that I had to stop doing so much cardio. I was overworking my system. Too much of a good thing is still too much of a good thing, right? So yes, cardio is good for you, but you can do too much. Exercise is stress. If you do too much exercise, it can be bad stress or distress on your body. When you do a moderate amount of exercise, it can be a you stress or a good stress, okay? A stress that makes you stronger. But many people 
overuse cardio. And I'm absolutely guilty of that. And I still to this day have to remind myself that it's okay if I don't get a cardio workout in all the time. So right now, I I mentioned this in my last episode, I'm teaching about four cycle classes a week. Okay. And two of them I do intensely and two I just kind of do. Because really when you teach classes, it's really meant to be about the class and not yourself. But I don't have time and my body can't handle doing more on top of that. So two of the workouts that I teach are basically my workout too. So it's a nice bonus to be an instructor. But that's all I do other than walking and weights. So my body has changed. I see different definition in my muscles, um, my abdominal area, uh, well, <laughs> isn't my favorite area, just going to be honest, but it is better. And when I was doing more and more and more and more cardio, I actually had a bigger middle than I do now with less cardio and more weights and more walking. So doing too much cardio might just be one of the reasons you're not seeing some physical change if you're not seeing change. Reason number four kind of goes along with that same thing topic is if you're not lifting weights or not lifting heavy enough weights, you may not see change. Okay. Like I said, this one goes along with the too much cardio. In order to change the shape and look of your body, you really need to be lifting weights or doing some form of muscle exercise besides cardio. Many people come to me with the goal of looking lean and toned, but don't want to lift weights. What they don't understand until I explain it, is that in order to look toned, you need to have muscle on your bones. This means you need to eat efficiently and work your muscles. Many women are just scared of lifting weights, so they only lift like a little five pounds or just use these little weights and do a bunch of reps, you know. And that's fine. It can work for a while. But in order to really challenge your muscles and gain muscle, you need to get out of your comfort zone and get heavy. Okay, heavy means something different to everyone. At first, five pounds may seem heavy, but pretty soon eight pounds is heavy and then 10 pounds and then 12 pounds. And the next thing you know, you're online looking for 40 pound dumbbells. (laughs) Okay, which by the way, ordering online 40 pound dumbbells is kind of expensive because of shipping. I just want to throw that out there. So we can get strong fast. It doesn't take that long to go from a five pound dumbbell to a 25 pound dumbbell. I promise you. Okay. I work with women um, online who started out literally with three and five pound dumbbells who now are starting at 15 pounds their workout. Like they their lightweight now is 15 pounds. It's amazing. That is how quickly you go. And this doesn't take long, I promise you. Okay. Women do not bulk up even if we want to. Okay. I have personally been on a muscle gain program for most of 2022 and I'm seeing some increases in my muscle, like I mentioned earlier, but not really as much as I would have hoped. Okay. Along with weights, you must eat if you want to get toned. You can't starve yourself and then expect your workouts to work. All right. That is a huge misconception. So many, I'm going to say women, because that's mostly who listens to this. So many women think they need to be doing a ton of sweaty cardio, okay, use super light weights, and 
eat nothing. This has been the dieting industry that has created this myth in your mind. Women need to eat. We need to reduce our cardio and we need to pump those weights. So if you're not lifting weights yet, I promise you, if you start, not only will it change your body, but it is going to make you feel like such a badass. I promise you is the best feeling in the world. All right. Reason number what? Five. I think I'm on five. Not focusing on your stress is a major reason you're not seeing any change. Okay. This is a huge one. When we're constantly pushing ourselves to achieve, we will run out of steam and our body will take the beating. You need to realize that stress is a major factor when it comes to your weight, your eating habits, your sleep, your relationships, and your overall health and happiness. If you don't manage your stress, it will manage you and eventually destroy you. Okay, we can't get rid of stress. We know that. We can only learn to manage it. Once you find a way to manage your stressors, you will eat better. You're going to sleep better, think better, feel better. All of this will help lead to a more um, better physical change. Okay. Also in my episode last week, I mentioned that I focused a lot more on stress, uh, not stress, but on rest and recovery, stress management. Okay. Stress management also means better sleep. So when you rest and recover from your workouts, and if you get sick, you got to take time to recover from that. And if you get sufficient sleep, you will be able to do the things necessary to change your body. So don't don't slack on taking care of your stress, okay? Whether the stress is in your work or in your relationships or, you know, whatever it is, you've got to face it and start to work on managing what you can, okay? We can't control everything, but it's important to focus on the things you can control, all right? So reason number six is... Jumping from plan to plan and not being consistent. We are so impatient. (laughs) Aren't humans so impatient? I mean, I know that I am, (laughs) okay? It's very easy to have shiny object syndrome, okay? You know what I mean? You start one program or diet or workout or whatever it is, and then you see that your friend is doing another one, so you switch, And then you see another one. So you switch again and again and again. And sometimes you're bouncing back from one to the other and you can't decide which one is actually best for you because you're so busy being distracted by all the other ones, okay? This jumping around and inconsistency is slowing your progress and making it harder to reach your goals, I promise. Consistency is the key to change. Staying consistent with your meal plans, stay consistent with your workouts, stay consistent with your supplements, stay consistent with your sleep, and so on. It matters. It really, really matters. And I'll tell you, I am very guilty of the shiny object syndrome, okay? I'm not really that way with my food or exercise anymore because I really feel solid and good in that area. But I am definitely that way with my business. I want to help everyone with everything. So I am always adding a program or changing a program or wanting to start a new certification or read a new book. You wouldn't believe how many books I have right now sitting next to me that I've started 
and then I get excited and I jump to the next one and I, the next one. It's like I literally have, mm, let me count, um, two, four, nine books <laughs> right now that I'm reading. And that's a little ridiculous, right? That is no different than being on five different uh, diets or workout programs. So I'm not saying that you're wrong for having this shiny object syndrome. I'm just saying it's not very efficient, especially when it comes to changing your body. Okay. So there you have it, right? So we have our six reasons are one, you're not being honest with your efforts. Okay. One thing you can do with that, by the way, I meant to mention is start tracking. Okay. Start tracking your food, start tracking your workouts, start tracking your sleep hours and see where you need to change. Okay. And I do have a whole other episode about food journal or food tracking. So you can check that out if you want to. And I just want to point out that you don't necessarily have to do this for the rest of your life. It's just that if you're not seeing change and you're not sure what's going on, one of the best, best things to do is track what you're doing. Okay. That keeps you honest. Reason number two was always dieting and trying to lose weight. We can't be in a calorie deficit forever and see results. Okay. Reason number three is doing way too much cardio. Remember, we need to cut down on the cardio. And reason number four was not lifting weights. So we're going to cut down on cardio and increase weights. I wanted to give you a quick example. Well, I'll do that in a second. I'll do that in a second. Um, Reason number five is not focusing on your stress. Okay. Remember, that's a big one. And then number six is not being consistent because you're jumping from plan to plan to plan to plan. All right. So like I said earlier, if you're doing these things, you know, that I just went over, it doesn't mean that you're wrong. It just means that you don't understand what works for you. Okay. So what I would recommend is that you assess where you really are now. Okay. What are you actually doing to help yourself? Once you understand and have a true analysis of what you're doing, then you can start to decide what area you feel most comfortable changing. Okay. So like I was saying with food tracking or tracking, that's a great way, like for maybe a week or two weeks, just be who you are, do what you're doing, track everything, and then look at the patterns. Look and see where you're doing well and where you're not. And then you can say, okay, well, I see that I'm you know, drinking too much wine, or I see that I'm doing too much cardio, or I see that I'm not getting enough sleep. Then you can decide where to start working, Okay. So here's an example, or yeah, let me give you another example. Um, You could just change up your workout routine, okay? Instead of doing five days of cardio, do two days of cardio and three days of weights and just see what happens. You won't see a change in one week, maybe not even in two weeks. But if you stay consistent with this for four weeks, I have a feeling you're going to notice a change, okay? Something's going to change, whether it's how you look whether it's how you feel or how much weight you can lift, your strength, something is going to change. Okay. I I believe that. Another example would be with food. Instead of just eyeballing all of your food and guessing at what you're consuming, like I said, track your food for a couple of weeks. Just be very honest and see how much you're eating. We often underestimate what we eat. So maybe you aren't eating all the way you say you're eating. Like maybe you're maybe you're eating more than what you're saying you're eating, or maybe you're not eating enough and your workouts aren't fueled enough. Okay. So you don't have to change everything all at once. Just pick one area to work on and see how that feels for a couple of weeks. All right. So, you know, 
when I started this episode today, I talked about, you know, you should only listen if you're somebody who feels like they need to change. Okay. And then I mentioned that, you know, maybe you don't need to change. So I think, I think before you do any of this, it's important to just really stop and think about where you are now and how you feel. And then decide what is your ideal you? And is that ideal you realistic? Is it something that you can attain, you know, or are you being unrealistic and putting too much on yourself? Okay. So before you even think about, you know, what it is you need to do to change your body, decide, you know, if you even really need to change. And then you can know which of these areas is really most important for you to start with. So I hope this was helpful and just gave you a few ideas. I know that personally, um, you know, some of the, I've done all of these things. Okay. I really have. And I'm just really fortunate that, gosh, how many years ago was it? It was in 2005. I finally had that moment in my life where I was like, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of jumping from plan to plan. I'm tired of dieting and being you know, destructive to my body. I'm tired of it. But it took over those years a lot of learning. You know, I first changed my food and my relationship with food and how I ate. That was my very, very first change. And I saw so much change in my body um, and in my mood and in just my metabolism overall. But then I went through a, a phase during that, you know, 15, 17 years of doing too much exercise because it was my job. And I was so into that that I actually damaged my body from over-exercising, you know? So it no matter what you do, your life and your body and your schedule and everything is going to evolve. So what you do today, you know, may need to change in a year from now or two years from now. So we can't be that hard on ourselves because we're ever-changing and ever-growing forward. So I hope that you'll take all of this into consideration. And, you know, as always, if you are interested in just having a chat to see if I can help you in any way, whether that's with nutrition coaching, fitness coaching, and I want to say, by the way, I'm not a personal trainer, but I can help you and guide you towards what a good movement plan can be for you. But it's nutrition coaching, fitness coaching, autoimmune or thyroid coaching coaching. So if you have an issue in that area, those are my special specialty areas. And I'd be happy to talk with you and just see if I either have a program or a one-on-one option that could work for you. And if not, I have a lot of friends in the field and I have a lot of acquaintances and contacts that maybe I can refer you to that would be a better fit. So you guys, thanks for being here. And I hope that you have a great rest of your week. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced fit and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.